last uh, time on Pathfinder Ball Z, um, I can lift 400 pounds with no problem. We are uh, endurance predators, that's the word. That was three hours of running. I, I am asleep. You you may see me standing. That is an illusion. I have been asleep. <laughs> Amali, do you think you could hold it down for a bit? I want to try to extract some venom. Alan Taylor, it still manages to inject some of this venom into you. You feel your body go limp and you fall over. I know this is really bad for him, but all I can think is, oh my gosh, we're keeping this. I know he's not dead, but how dead is he? It's okay. It's okay. You're is not it? completely dead. This is this is really bad. Uh, we... Really? Who would have thought that? No, I thought this was just cheeky. This is like Tuesday for me. I feel one thing and one thing only. No warmth, no sensation, only the burning heat of an inner rage, unquellable by revenge. You do feel like you have to pee. Revenge and feeling like you must pee are a very similar feeling. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Gate Chronicles, Season 1, Episode 16. I am your host and Game Master for this evening. I don't know if you're listening to this at evening. It's evening for us. Uh, but I am Emily, also known as Snow, and I play Snow in the other podcast, Sword Art Online On. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. But anyway, this is a better podcast, so let's stick with that. Burn, roasted. Let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. Inferior GM. Hi, I'm Quentin, the GM of the Clearly Inferior podcast, but today I'm playing in the Far Superior podcast as Charles Smoot, 57-year-old biology teacher born and raised in upstate New York. Uh, and all we know of him is that he seems to go into intermittent bouts of rage and like hitting people with really big sticks. Oh, what are we, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. Opening. Hi, I'm Alfred Kenneth Mess. I'm also known as Zachary. You could also call me Blarg. We're we're, we're gonna find out what's going on with. Uh, I think it was Elizabeth. Maybe it was Isabel. Abigail. Something Abigail. Like that. I don't know. Char Charlene. I don't know. Charlene. <laughs> I'm not that good with names. Hi, my name is Jaden. I'll be playing Finnevere Avir, a character who hasn't seen his father in a very, very long time. He's a 25-year-old aspiring merchant who's looking for new avenues of profit. Currently shook by a bad night's rest and a little tag-along that was very, very unexpected. Uh, hi, I am Andrew. I play Alan Taylor, the man from Ohio who misses his father and most solemnly misses hunting with his father. Wonderful. Let me just put it this way, guys. Exotic animal handling is definitely not this party's strong suit, demonstrated by your ability to obtain venom from the young Toda. And in this scenario, you failed to do so. Alan got paralyzed temporarily and, uh, well, now he's back on his feet, thankfully. With a burning vengeance and an even greater desire to absolutely destroy the face of this tiny dog-sized lizard... Oh, well, speaking of destroying faces, well, really, not only that, you also discovered the mangled body of a seeker, which set all of you on edge. And, well, Finn, 
Finn wasn't having a good night's sleep, and now he's woken up, and right next to him, right in his face, is a doll that he recognizes immediately as Isabel. I leave you to yourselves, alone in the woods. Finnevere, you would be uh, waking up a little bit before everyone else, though. Uh, yeah, due to a, a bit of a nightmare. You have a cold sweat. All, like, you're just sweating all over you. you um, I believe you had a bedroll, because, no, did you use your bed? You used your bedroll in the Tota. Mm-hmm. So you were sleeping on the solid ground with a blanket. This is why he didn't sleep well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure, that's fine. <laughs> Not the emotional trauma. All right. So well, that's just that's that just the icing on the cake. I was presumably deceased mother. So before your eyes, you see this small doll sitting only about three inches away from your face. It's still smiling. It's still smiling. Its head appears to be slightly tilted and its arms are spread out at its sides as well as its legs sitting upright. <sighs> oh, wow. Didn't expect to see you here. And tiny head pets pick up. You pick up the doll and I'll get up and just kind of be holding it in my hand. All of a sudden, as you pick up the doll, you feel a little sharp stinging in one of your fingers. Wow. Check it out. Uh, Roll a perception for me. 19. You see in your left index finger that there appears to be a little tiny spot what appears to be dried blood, but it's very tender and it's almost like the size of a, a needle prick. Like, did it feel like it just happened or does it feel like it's... It's sore. It feels like it's been there for a little while, but it's definitely, it, it's a scab, but it, it doesn't look too old. Okay. I, I wouldn't really think much of that. Okay. We're in the woods. All right. Perfect. All right. So, uh, I ho. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put, I'll put the, 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 I'm like, that's like, I kind of wanted this anyway. I'll ask Amali later. Okay. So you <laughs> so put it. I'll, I'll, I'll go do my, my morning chores. I always make sure that my, my tools are maintenance. My, my, I sharp, I whetstone my, my dagger. I double check the camp and I get started on breakfast. Okay. As you walk over to the campfire, you see that Kelsey's actually sitting there, but her head is down in her lap, and she's sitting with her knees up and, like, her arms wrapped around her legs like a support. But it looks like she probably fell asleep. I'll pour some water out of my water skin to the flask, and um, I'll take out my uh, heating rock and do prestidigitation to heat it up for it like I would. Um... Actually, no, we have a fire, right? You do have a fire, but it looks like the coal- it's like coals and they're smoldering a little. No one's watching. I'll carelessly use my magic a little bit. Okay. So I'll, I'll try to heat up the water um, so I can uh, brew some more coffee. I didn't bring all of it with me, so I probably only have enough to do this like for a few mornings left. But I'll always keep a few beans for magic. Okay. So you do your morning chores. You mm. make some tea, coffee, and whatnot. And the rest of you do wake up. <sighs> Feel a little bit more spry. <sighs> I definitely am not getting used to this outdoorsing thing. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for the irritating back itch 24-7, I'd almost feel like I'd, uh, right at home. Amali rolls over, stands up, and cracks his back really loudly. Oh, that's nice. That's great. Perfect. Yeah, you say that until you're going to need a walker or a cane. A what? What's a walker? A, a, a walking stick, effectively, to get around. Uh, it's like two walking sticks tied together so you can stabilize yourself even more. See, that's more of an explanation. You, you expect... Okay, never mind. You don't know what a walking stick is? I know what a walking stick is, but okay, he kind of... He explained it better, because you said, like, two different things, and I know what a w- cane is. Well, there you go. You know, for being a teacher, you are not the best at explaining things. Well, he didn't ask which one was which. He didn't ask about specifically. 
asked what a w- walker was, and you told him. I didn't hear it. It's early in the morning. I haven't had my coffee All yet. All right. Who wants a swig of coffee? Uh, this guy. All right. Leave enough to share. Unlikely. Caffeinated beverages uh-huh. aren't going to change the density of your brain matter. I love how immediately as these two get up, Alan and Smooth are just loud mouth and each other already. Kelsey just immediately sits upright. Huh? I'm awake. Everything. It's all good. Morning, sleeping beauty. She blushes. Um, yeah, good morning. Her hair is a little messier than it normally is. Uh, how's our tag along? Who? What? The Toda. Chompy. You know, the little tag along. We are not naming it Finnevere. <laughs> if you it, name it, you're going to get even more sad when I end up killing it. <laughs> and you're not killing it, Alan. Yeah, like what Smoot said, you're not killing it. We are going to release it back to its mother when we're done. Wait. You want me to come back? Okay. Hold on, Smooth. What? Do you just want to keep it? Is your plan for us to come back out here to release it? I'm just double checking. Oh, oh, what? You want to keep it? Did you want to kill it? Make a perception check. Actually, no. Sense motive. No. 12. He seems genuine. He doesn't want to keep it, but he also is hesitant about having to potentially come back out to drop so it off. So you don't want to keep it. You don't want to kill it. The only other alternative. Hold up. When did Amali say? I I, I, I can't recall. Amali, did you say that you were opposed to killing this thing? Absolutely he did. Yeah. It's young. I do not take young life. I mean, we could sell it. To who? It's practically contraband or paraphernalia. Amali, how far does their uh, legal reach? Uh, whose legal reach? The Red Guard? Well, that's a bit questionable right now, isn't it? Uh, I'm not quite up to date on my politics. Neither am I. Uh, fair enough. Oh, I'm sure we'll figure something out. I wouldn't worry about it right now. Okay. We're only focused on CC. Right. But in regards to your last statement of selling it, the only people who I have heard have found use for these creatures is the Red Guard, and the Red Guard are also the individuals who call it illegal contraband and don't want other people dealing with it. I bet you that kindly lady out by the fields would uh, want a good guard dog. Okay. Yes, and then the guard dog turns into an alligator that has paralytic venom. Mm. We could tell the red guard that it came after us seemingly hey. after being lost by its mother and attempt to give it to them because they're the <laughs> ones that they have uh, un- they my- show that they are responsible with such creatures and i put that in incredible air quotes that's the smartest thing you've said all day and it's not been that long that's impressive point one taylor i will eat you uh, how's everybody feeling i mean after everything we saw last night Eager to get out of the woods. Particularly awful. I slept just, I I just had this awful nightmare. I heard you rustling on my watch. Were you, uh, all right there, bud? You didn't hear me say anything, did you? No, you just rustled around like a scared schoolgirl in a, I don't know, I don't know, something. Oh, that's normal. Finn usually walks in his sleep. Oh, do, do I? I don't know. You tell me. I've seen you standing over me a few times in the middle of the night. It's kind of disturbing. (laughs) <laughs> like cons- like genuine concern. He's possessed by the prophet of prophet. <laughs> Keeping an eye on all of his assets. How are you feeling, Mest? Uh, exhausted. Again, not particularly used to the- all this travel out in the woods. Yeah, well, he pauses. I saw what you did back there. Thank you. I, for one, feel distinctly less like garbage than yesterday. Oh, maybe that's because you can walk and talk today. All of you yeah. get a perception, please. Oh, uh, ten, <laughs> 10 for Finn. 17 for Smoot. 16 for Mest. Isabel is in a front pocket, not hidden. Is it open? Yeah. 
Okay. The little faces. Imagine the little I'm, person sitting out of a, 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 yeah. a pouch. I'll make an, a real Isabel for somebody who knows, and I'll put it on the Patreon and be like, hey, you can win this. Okay, beside the point. All right, so. Hey, you can win this cursed doll. Woo! <laughs> 100% not cursed. So you all smell the scent of bacon. Were you cooking bacon? I feel like you were cooking mm, bacon. Uh, I did have some of that meat left, um, meat. Uh, and if I had bacon... I would feel like morale needs to be up. I feel like mine morale needs to be up. So I'd be making something nice. Okay. You smell, it It just smells great right now. Finevere has pulled out all the stops he's cooking and all of you, your stomachs are grumbling. You are ready to eat. Um, Mest, you actually noticed nearby that there seems to be several flower beds of varying types of flowers that don't look malicious. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying. I sense motive the GM. <laughs> I don't think it did very well. The GM is being very genuine. The plants do not look <laughs> aggressive at all. You don't see any vines. It actually looks like some very nice flower beds. You actually see a few blue flowers that are in small small bundles of tiny little leaves and blue, like little blue tiny flowers. They are very pretty. They put off a very sweet scent, and you also find some rock that appears to be like flint. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to get up and do some stretches around the camp, and as I'm stretching, I'll be picking up a few of the flints. Why do I imagine Mest is the kind of person who does like lunge walking? Like I... I, I don't know why, but as soon yeah. as he said stretching, I just imagined, like, an old Korean guy doing, like, stretches in the park. Yeah, no, all of you noticed this. Also, <laughs> all of you. This is why Alan is paying attention to you very closely, because this is concerning looking. It's just like, what is what is he doing? So, Mast, you see that. But, Smoot, as you're going around the camp, checking on the food and everything, you actually do go over to the Toda, because it was mentioned by... Finn, and you decide that maybe it might be a good time to take a look at it. And as you do, you notice it's not moving nearly as much as it was before. Can I feel around its waist to see if it feels gaunt or, like, starved? You would find it difficult because of how thick the bedroll is. I would, I would uh, is it possible to unroll around the body but not the head? Because there's a bag over its head, correct? You you could do so. Okay, that's you what would I would attempt to, to do. Yeah, it, you basically would unfurl the whole thing to do that. Yeah, that, that would be fine. Uh, Mest, you do notice him doing this guys, as well. Guys, do you mind if I check on the Toda? I'm just making sure that all's well. It's precious cargo. All right. So, yes, I would proceed to do so, unraveling the bedroll, but making sure that the bag is still promptly over its face. You do so with ease, and it actually doesn't feel like it's struggling very much. It's it's still kind of moving, but as you unfurl the bedroll, it kind of just rolls out, and it's just lying there with very little movement. Like, uh, so it is still moving? Very little, and it appears to be breathing still, but it's very shallow. Has anyone been feeding this? Amali? No. So you're telling me effectively a newborn, maybe a couple month old child has been starved for two days? Didn't we just kidnap it yesterday? But didn't we also like shove meat in the bag on its head? Do we know if it ate it? No. Do you smell anything? Do I? You smell nothing except for the smell of Toda, which is somewhere in between leather and your grandmother's foot odor. Hmm. Love that. I got nothing else to describe that. That's all I got. I don't even know what your grandma's foot smells like, but... 
Musty Swamp Dog. M- musty Swamp Dog. Musty Swamp Dog. It seems more docile. It Its breathing is shallow. Roll a knowledge nature for me really quick. Uh, Mest, would you stop at all what you were doing in the time that he mentions that and you see him unfurl it, or would you continue gathering? Uh... If he had mentioned that he was going to check on it, I would probably walk over and keep an eye on it as well. Okay. Smoot has an 18 on knowledge. If you have nature, you can also roll a knowledge nature on that. Alan Taylor, you do hear this. Would you go over or would you stay where you are? I shall investigate. Okay. You can roll a new perception. 21. Much better. 12. Oh. Significantly worse. And what was yours, Quentin? 18. Okay. I have no idea what's going on with this lizard. To Alfred, it it looks like the lizard you guys got. Mm. It's still alive, according to my information. It's still alive. You think, huh, they stink. And Mm. you make note of it in your head what they smell like. But that's about it. Mm. 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 You you can, you can, yeah. You you know what they smell like. It'd be easier to track them. He he unfurled it from the bedroll. I would would walk up and like poke at its skin a little bit to like feel it. Okay, so you do so. Alan, you come over and you are observing. What would Finnevere do at this point, too? Would uh, he continue cooking because meat will burn or whatever? Well, yeah, when I finish, though, um, there's no way I'd leave without talking to a Molly, so I'll wait for that. Okay, sounds good. All right, so the rest of you, uh, Alfred and Smoot. Smoot, in your mind, you guys are going to get the same information, but you, you're thinking about it and you're like, wait a second, all of you, it looks a little dry for a creature that comes from water, and you're concerned about this smoot because you're thinking it might be affecting its vitality. Semi-aquatic. Eaglion reptile of action. We should probably let this thing get in the water. Can I make a knowledge survival to see how far from town we are? Uh, sure. You may do so. Gonna be a 18? You think with the pace that you guys have been going at, you'll probably reach the village by nightfall. Amali, um... You want to help me look for a nearby river? I feel like uh, these totas have been noted to be semi-aquatic, and this lizard is dried out. It need, it, its skin is not looking healthy, and it's affecting the vitality of it. Uh, the closest river was back, and he points behind oh, you guys okay. where he came from. That way. Water skins, everyone. Gather them up. Well, he goes around. We could collect some of the leaves that have morning dew on it. If we don't want to waste our water, that that's about all I have as a I mean, as a, I feel like we could probably go a day without water. We could take one of our blankets, roll it around in the, uh, the morning water. dew. Yeah. Get it all soaked up in grass water. Mm. Put it under and then wrap it up in a wet blanket. Them grass juices. And then wrap it up. Because uh, we, we leave the bla- we leave the bag on its head, but we unroll it from the uh, hot dog. Kelsey walks over. It's not doing well. Uh, it... <laughs> Certain lizards, their their skin gets dried out, almost kind of uh, more so like a, an amphibian. Think of it like a frog. If a frog stays out of the water for too long, it'll start getting dried and cracked. Oh, um, that's sad. You can use my water if you want. I'm also pitching in mine. I assume you would take your water, and how would you apply it? Uh, uh using something similar to Alan's concept of we would. Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, uh, a smooth roll of fortitude save for me, please. Oof, that's a two. Hey, hey, hey. We have fortitude scores, too. All right, listen. They are mighty and they are powerful, so it's a total seven. Well. That, that's a really good fortitude score. I know. That's a really good fortitude score. The score. That's kind of scary. It's Calm down. right now, yeah. Calm down. Uh, well, uh, Smoot, let me put it this way. Your back 
it, it's aching and it's burning a lot. You're also feeling like... All right, I'm feeling dried out too. Maybe I'm turning into a Toto. Who knows? I highly doubt that. Okay, uh, wrap the blanket around it and effectively pour water into the blanket. You guys can take care of that. Mask, lather me up. All right. <laughs> Go, uh, Mast. I know it's your favorite. His voice is cracking. You. Why is his voice able to crack now? He, he's trying to say a joke and he's not able to. He's not. Uh, I'm sorry, Mast. It has to be you. You're the only one other than Finn with delicate hands. Yes, we know you enjoy this that a lot. That we're willing to put on this. <laughs> not leaving you out, Kelsey. Just saying I'm not going to make you do this. <laughs> Thank you. I really do appreciate it. No offense, Mr. Smoot. Not taken. Fast. <laughs> Soup's on. I'll, I'll, I'll take Smoot's offense. Thank you. Amali would come over as soon as you say that Soup's on. All right. <sighs> All right. Turn around. Let's have a look at your back. Made bacon gravy and hardtack. Alan is taking his blanket around and attempting to get it as wet as he can in morning dew takes you nine minutes to get it wet enough, or at least what you would assume to be wet enough. Smoot would also then, after seeing Alan making this attempt, hand him his water skin. Use this as well. Why would we waste drinking water when nature's given us plenty of grass water? Okay, by the same logic then, why can't I just drink grass water and you can use what's already bottled? Because grass water ain't clean. Okay. Why do I need... You know the human body can live for three days without water, right? Can and should are two very... We are one you will day... Di- no. It is not that you can live three days without water. It is you will die after three days without water. They are they are two very different things. As as <laughs> Alan is essentially trying to be like like be like this is what it is. Smoot, you just feel this sharp pain from this, oh, no, 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 no. Basically putting his hand in the jar, oh, pulling it out, and just shoving it onto your back. And Listen, Taylor, it. I don't need this from you. We are only one day out from town. I will be fine. If- oh, need has nothing to do with it. You asked for it. I stick a spoon in Taylor's mouth. So Finnevere walks over gravy. and shoves a spoon in your mouth. And I also ask for you to use this on the Toda. And I shove a spoon in his mouth, and now my hands are full. <laughs> Taylor, he with a mouth full with two of, spoons. Of, of food. <laughs> you know, Mr. Finnevere, if you tried, you could probably open up a restaurant. We already told him. Taco Tal. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm very interested in these tacos. We'll see if they're uh, as lucrative as they say. Huh. Well, I'm glad we're at least able to take care of the baby. That... It'd be really bad if it died. I'd feel so, so bad. Yeah, Worse I mean, than I do. Pretty well's kind of bottomed out since I got bit by the thing. I feel nothing but fury. First, first thing, I want to make a perception check on on uh, Smoot's back, see how he's doing. Sure. Uh, what, uh, that would actually be probably a heel check for that. Okay, well, this isn't going well. <laughs> Let's see. Not going well, you say? Eleven. You think you're doing a great job. This is well, the neatest job you've ever how, done. How, how does it look from how does it look from how I only did half of his back yesterday? It's true. It looks like his back has been trying to scab over where there's like this yellowish scabbing, not like bloody, but it's from like a serous yeah. fluid drying there. So it looks like it's been trying to do that, but it also looks like it keeps cracking from all of the movement. Ah, uh, okay. But it doesn't look any worse on that side. However, you do see that there seems to be a few other fresher rash marks, like what you first saw. 
that have moved to different places on his uh, lower back. So it was mainly his upper back that was being affected. Now part of his lower back is as well. As soon as we get back to town, we really should figure out what's going on with your back here. My thoughts exactly. That's why I want to push through then, this evening and get and back then to town. Af- as I'm done, I'm going to start walking over and I'm going to head towards Finnevere to get some food. And I'm going to perception check Finnevere. Sure. I'm not seeing Jack today. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Nobody's seeing it. Um. All right. What was the, what was the total? Slightly better than last time. This is a 12. Uh. You don't really take notice of what Finnevere's really wearing. You're just like, eh, he looks... He's he's making food. He's making food. You smell the food. The food is what's really got your attention. The smell of bacon grease, bacon. Def- definitely not a cursed doll that he's carrying around in his pocket. Yeah, you definitely don't see that. So, Finn, Amali does come over. He's eating. He He's just gulped down what you've made. Yeah, so while he's, while he's eating his food, because time efficiency. Looks like we picked up another straggler. What? What? what, what you mean the Toda? I, 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 I pull out the doll and I just kind of like shake it back and forth. He starts choking on his food. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, looking over to the commotion, notices the doll and also spits out his soup. <laughs> I thought you threw that thing. I did. Wait, oh, wait, wait. Ben, what are you doing? What do you that? mean you threw that thing? When did you throw it? You saw me there. When the, we heard the ghost voice. So you mean like 20 miles back, like four days ago? Mm-hmm. Been. And this isn't concerning? A little bit. <laughs> Why Amali. do you have the ghost doll? Amali, I'm I, I'm well, concerned could... as to why you thought we were crazy. <laughs> You've been traveling with this guy the whole time? Uh, you didn't use one of your tricks to pull it back, did you? What? No. Have I ever lied to you? I don't know. Have you? No, of course not. Uh, The only thing I did with this was sew it back together and chucked it when you told me. Maybe it likes you. Maybe it does. That is this just a shame. When I saw it the first time, I thought it would make a good gift for Cece. Um, please, I'm gonna say, don't give that to her. If that thing just found you back in the forest, I don't want to see what it does when it finds Cece or when Cece finds it. I imagine <laughs> Cece would be enamored, which is a problem. Good Lord, don't let it happen. Well, what do you expect me to do? Throw it away. Because that oh, works see so how that great. Worked. If it comes back again, we burn it with salt. I cover its ears. You cover its ears. Yeah, I do that. How rude. We already got crazy lizards, evil plant monsters, and tons of other things that we ain't even seen yet trying to murder us. I don't need ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't even seen the breakbeaks yet. But do not elaborate on that. <laughs> All right, I won't. I don't know, my interest is kind of peaked. Uh. That is a discussion for when I am not in fight or flight kill the ghost mode. If there was a ghost, then it would be looking for this. But that does pose the question why I gave it back, unless it came did come on its own. Maybe it's a relic. Maybe. I don't like the idea of that. <laughs> I mean, you can take it to Liamore. Oh, that's a great idea. In the meantime, I'll make sure our new passenger gets a good view. Alright. Seeing as clearly throwing it into the forest doesn't have any f- effect on it. Worst case scenario, if we, if we are being followed by a ghost looking for it, maybe we just keep it on it. If we see the ghost, throw it at the ghost, and then the ghost takes it. In the meantime, we can keep it, and like Amali said, have it checked out by Liamor. Can you imagine if we could open a line of dialogue with a ghost? How much we could learn, and how much that would be worth? I'd rather not speak with the dead. Well, according to old wives' tales, typically ghosts only remain on the earth if they have unfinished business, typically indicating vengeance, denoting a violent death. 
Yep. Oh yeah. No, we're not. We're not talking to dead people. Nope. Not my thing. Unless you're reading, uh, I think it was Chronicles, or was it Kings? I don't know. Somewhere in the Bible, there's a uh, some witch that brings a guy, a guy's soul back from the dead. It's pretty. Uh... America is so weird. Well, actually, this one was Israel. You know what? <laughs> I actually don't want to know this time. Oh boy. Yeah. Nope. Uh, the... All right. If everyone's eaten, I think it's a good time to hit the road. Wes, you done picking your flowers? I, I, you done lathering up my back? Oh, I, I did finish that, and I went to get food. He did get and food. And I never started picking flowers. I did pick up the flint, though. Yeah, he didn't get a chance to pick up flowers. You got two um, relatively, like, palm-sized pieces of this rock, this flint. Does Mess do anything while everyone else is packing up camp? Does he try to, before packing up all of his stuff, make anything? I would probably brew... The two extracts for cure light wounds. You make two extracts. When okay. you ma- want to make them into potions, uh, you'll have to roll. When I go to make them for potions, I think there's a downside for rolling a negative crit. It might become a cursed item. <gasps> That's more fun. He that wants to that make could also now. happen. But as long as I don't roll that, I have a nine in my craft alchemy. So yeah. So I, when we do that later, you can I just make sure I don't roll one. Yep. All right. Uh, I will rush through my personal chores of. Uh, of uh, the breakdown, and uh, I'll take the extra time if I can to uh, sit down and sketch for a little bit. Sure. Uh, I do want to sketch the doll. Okay. Do you 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 can roll a craft if you want. Uh, that's a fifteen. You start to get a reasonably good sketch of the doll, and you're actually kind of impressed because you're managing to get some really nice details on that stitching. I'll work on the smile. You can't seem to get that quite right yet. No, I'll work on it though. All right, so you guys start to move out. Go ahead and roll your perception or your survival. Or. Which one? Oh, perception. Five for perception. I'll I'll sing specifically standing next to Taylor. I'll preface it with, Hey, Taylor, I thought I'd write us a ballad of our adventures, like uh, our last one. We had a ballad before. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's okay. I'll sing it for you later. What do you think of this? This is this one's yours. <laughs> Take a look at him. You think he's paralyzed? I tell you that you're right. So let me emphasize: when you wrestle with the Toda, you're gonna get the fangs. I wish I wrote this yesterday, and with this voice I sang. And now let's go back to the house. <laughs> I know it sounds a miracle. He's quiet as a mouse. <laughs> A Molly has an increasingly, sorry, a decreasingly enthused look on his face. A Molly looks back and gives you a thumbs up. I like it. That's really good. Benavir, there are seldom times that the longer someone speaks, the more I enjoy it. This, this is one of the times. Taylor, directing his rageful gaze upon Charles Smoot. Oh my goodness. Uh, so... Amali actually has the young Toda slung around his back. He took the bedroll and essentially made oh, cool. a backpack from it Yee. and just slung it over. And you just see the little tail of it swishing back and forth as he walks. It seems to be switching, swishing its tail a little bit more, but it's not moving as much as it was earlier when you guys first caught it. But as you guys continue your day's journey, it is hot. It is thick, it is muggy, and it actually is a bit foggy today. You actually do find that your clothes are clinging to the sweat of your back, and each step leaves you longing to stop and take a rest and take a swig of water, especially for Smoot, because it seems that this humid and hot air 
is not helping your back. Nah, nah, we don't we don't wear t-shirts here. Not even just it doesn't even matter. No, I know. I'm just saying it's bad. Um, several times after even Mest has applied that juniper paste to your back, it has tried to crust over and it just keeps cracking back open and more of that serous fluid uh, starts to come out. You do find that you're starting to itch a little bit on your chest as well and you're seeing a few marks there. But the only thing you can't help but think about is that you would love to just jump into a cold lake of water to soothe this burning and the itching. Mm. Good job, guys. Does he look in rough shape? Why don't you... uh, Smoot, would you try to hide it or show it? And yes, you can roll fortitude. Is he still wearing a shirt? Nope. No. Oh, then how could you hide it? I can hide my disdain for my current disposition. Oh, yeah. He could could walk at the back of the group. He could. Uh, I don't care if you see what I look like. Smoot just cares to if you know how he feels about it. That's going to be a 15 total on the fortitude save. It's definitely still bothering you. So you would try to roll a bluff then if you're trying to show that you don't care. Well, I don't have points in that scale. It's going to be a 15 on my bluff. And Alan Taylor is going to attempt to to discern the nature of his groans of discomfort that are muffled. (laughs) So that's a sense motive. If anyone else would roll sense motive if they cared as characters. I care about my assets. 17. Amali just turns to you. Do you need to go to the bathroom? Stop grunting. Uh, this isn't a this isn't a constipation grunt. This is a curmudgeon-y grunt. curmudgeon Correct. What? It means he's a cranky old person. Hey, hey, it is an honorable quality reserved for elders, and you should respect them. Oh, um, I meant no disrespect. I'm just uh, translating. Okay, understandable. What was Alan's role? Oh, 17. Yeah, no, you can tell that it's definitely discomfort. It's not, yeah, no, it, it's definitely uncomfortable for him and he is definitely worn and he never thought that he would be eager to get out of the forest. He was actually quite excited excited to go out on a camping expedition, but it has been rougher on him than he previously anticipated, especially due to his old age and current condition. Smoot, are you, uh, is that, is that, is that stuff on your back still bothering you that much? Oh, I don't know, Taylor. Look at me. It's crusting over, the paste isn't doing jack, and now it's spreading to my torso. How about when we get back to town, we bandage it up and let it heal properly instead of just powering through it? Well, how about we not try and treat it ourselves and maybe go to Marnie to see what she has to say, and if that doesn't work, Liam or to see if I'm cursed by the forest and I'm going to turn into a horseman. I- I'm pretty sure we did go to Marnie for this. This is where we got the juniper paste. She said she didn't know exactly what it was because it was still in the early stages of development. It could have been anything. It could have been any rash. But now that we have more symptomatic causes of how it reacts to things, she may have more of a educated guess. Eh, possible. Hmm, interesting. You care to elaborate on interesting? Um, uh, well, I was just thinking that, I mean, if Marnie doesn't know, it wouldn't be a bad idea to check with Leah Moore. That, that, that is what I said. Yeah, but again, I think that would might be the best idea. Like I said, if it's not natural, I'm probably cursed. Like the qu- probability of that doll being cursed. So there's twofold reason to go to Leomor. Why do you think the doll is cursed? Okay, that man threw it the opposite direction of us, 20 miles back from us, and somehow it just magically reappears. To be fair, Molly said that Finnevere does walk in his sleep. I swear, if you picked that up while sleepwalking one day, Finn. He threw it, and then we traveled for another, like, four hours. 
And he, we sleep for eight, which if you do the math is enough time to four hours go back to pick it up and four hours come back to us. I can't be held accountable for sleeping, Finn. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. It is your, still your person. I want this on a shirt, by the way. I can't be accountable for myself while sleeping. <laughs> while holding the doll. He's just, he's holding the doll. He's like, I can't be a hell. I I can't be held accountable for this. Somebody write this down so I remember this. I'm going to put this on a shirt. While you guys are journeying through the forest, you go for several hours. You take a short break for lunch during the day. You guys eat most of a little bit more of your rations. Uh, Amali checks on the baby Toda and he uses some of his water begrudgingly and pours it on the blanket to help it. You do see that the little creature's tail starts to swiggle a little bit and then it stops for a little bit and then it swiggles some more. They make for some reason that makes me think of like a um, tadpole. I don't know why. It just did my head. Beside the point, you eat and then you continue on your way after taking that short rest. Meanwhile, during part of the journey, Alan Taylor, please roll a perception check. Specifically, Alan Taylor. Damn. At some point during the journey, you feel something sort of brush against the side of your neck, and you sort of swat at it, and you look, and there's nothing really there. And after a while, you feel it again. And you swatted it again. But this time when you turn your head to look, you see Isabel hovering next to you over your shoulder. <laughs> I would like to attempt to grab it. You may do so. That would be a... Violently grapple. need be. 14. Roll a reflex? I Wouldn't it just be CMD of the creature? No. Finn rolls reflex for Isabel? Shh. What? I just need to make sure I got this right. 25. Alan, you swipe at it to grab it as violently as you possibly can. It lifts up in the air and just goes flying back into Finn's hand. And you see that he is wearing the white glove, which starts to slowly dissipate around his fingers. Finn, I'm going to ask you this question one time. <laughs> was that you? What? Me? Isabel was just saying hi. If that was the doll, we burn it now. <laughs> What is the answer? <laughs> you have oh, one more chance. Come on. Grow some thicker skin. Amali just stops and turns around. What did you do, Finn? Floating doll. So the doll is hovering and yeah. moving on its own? Yeah. Finn, throw the thing away. Just please. It was my levitation. Finn, love. please. Or the love of everything. Just don't. Just, just no, no, no. No. I feel like we have some superstitious sallies in this bunch. Are you directly asking me to put Isabel aside? Finn, I swear, if that thing starts causing problems, uh, I'm not going to have any choice but to blame you. You may keep your doll. <laughs> he, that's all he says that he, as he turns around and starts walking. I apologize for the hasty response. However... Given that I have previously stated my negative disposition to the possibility of a haunted doll, I hope you can understand. I I seriously doubt that leaving it behind will make that big of a difference. I if mean, it is haunted, then you might as well be kind. You could, or, I mean, maybe it was throwing it that was the problem. Maybe you have to put it down nicely. Make, maybe make, like, a little shrine for it. Oh, then it won't, then it just feel abandoned. Maybe if you throw it at a tea party, it'll go away. That's not a bad idea. It was a joke. I wasn't joking. I oh, know. you weren't. <laughs> well, it'll take some preparation, so I'll wait till the next rest stop. I mean, I'm still on board with Liam Moore examining it. Like I said, if it starts to cause problems again, 
I'll get rid of it personally. If it's malicious, won't the barrier stop it? I feel like there's a misunderstanding of what the barrier does. I, I agree with this, but I have no elaboration on what the barrier does. I, uh, from what I've gathered, it, it, it kind of stops things that are malicious, but not in the way that you think. I guess it's more of like, if you're trying to attack the barrier... So you're telling me a predator that has no ill will against the barrier but wants to kill people in the village can just walk in? If it attacks around the barrier, I guess. I have not he's, really... He's not an architect. Exactly. I'll be fine. We'll just ask Liam and we get back. Ah, we should pay. It's like, well, we'll be paying him a visit anyway. So might as well. All right, well, uh, keep a list of everything we need to talk about. Haunted doll, leather skin. <laughs> are we going to Liam first or are we going to see Cece first? Uh, Cece, oh, that is obvious. Just wanted to double check because it sounded like we had some other plans going on. Priority number one, Cece. Priority number two. Everything else. Everything else. I thought the idea was to smuggle the thing to Marnie's and get anti-venom, and then we take that to Cece. Semantics. How how about we get close to town, then one of us goes and gets Marnie, and and maybe Jacob. We'll figure this out when we get close. These are more acceptable terms. Along the way, I'd like to look out for specific things, like um, rocks that it looked like it would be enough height to act as a chair for little one. Oh, for the little Isabel. Yeah, little I'm rocks. looking. I'm looking for decorations. Anything that looks like a, a pretty flower. You um, find plenty of pretty flowers. Uh, all of you make perception check. Twenty-one. Smooth has a twenty-five. Fourteen. Eighteen. So. If I could find a slightly bold rock, that would be perfect. Yeah. Something that could hold a small amount of liquid. I do mean small. Uh, you're looking around on the ground as you walk um, some of the path that you guys are traveling through. You do find a small bull-like rock, but it takes you a while to do this, probably about an hour, and you have to clean it out. But it's really tiny and yep. surprisingly round-shaped. Actually, and more interesting... You pick it up and it's really lightweight and it's hollow in the center, but it it's more elongated. Like, like the, uh, such. Oh, like an acorn. No, no. It, it, but it doesn't feel like it's made out of rock. Okay. Can I Did perception you... just check to see if it's like a, like a crustacean that's going to bite me? <laughs> uh, sure. Is that the butt of a bug? 21. It does not look like it was any living organic matter. It, it feels hard and... Metal? It doesn't... You know what metal is. It does not feel like metal. It's softer than metal. And it's like hmm. this little little cap-shaped thing with, with little, like, spirals in the middle, in the center. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Zach's just like, what? Gosh darn water bottles. They never degrade. Nope, it's not that. It's even smaller. It's probably about the size of a pen cap. Is it a toothpaste cap? It, no, uh, but that's even better. So we'll go with that. It's basically a toothpaste cap. I was thinking of like a tire uh, plug, like the ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, a yeah, valve yeah, yeah. cap. Yep. Okay. So I have this little cap. Uh, like a, a proportionally table-sized rock, which uh, there are nigh infinite amount in the forest. <laughs> you all. Are you sure they're not all in the trees? Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> by the way, by this point, you all do see Finnevere going around picking stuff up off the ground, and he's, like, holding it up to the doll, like, sizing it and examining it. Do we notice the plastic cap? You see him pick up something small and dirty, and it looks like he's probably picking up more rocks. You'll have to wait for the presentation. But as you guys are walking, you all see what appears to be in the trees. You, you hear, like, some creatures skittering about, and you all look up, and you notice... That there appears to be squirrels, but they have three tails. It's the squirrel Viet Cong. 
and they're chase like they're chasing each other through the trees, are dodging in, around them. Are we in Lightwood or Mildwood? You are in appears to be Lightwood. They're skidding around, chasing each other. They actually appear to be a sort of have a bluish hue to their fur and speckling. These squirrels hop down off the tree. They run across the path that you guys are walking towards. They stop. All of a sudden, they look at you. They look back at each other, seem to skitter for a moment, and then run past back into the forest, up the trees. Real quick, the blue hue plus speckles, was that similar to what the domesticated, no, a non-domesticated blue fan elk that we saw in the town? Because that they also have a blue hue about them, don't they? Uh, Yes. It is somewhat similar. And there were blue flowers growing around the uh, one of the obelisks, yeah. correct? I'm, I'm more confirming that with the players. Something like that. I don't know. Main mission. Maybe there's blue radiation flowers and everything's eating it and turning blue. Uh, yeah, but die. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but squirrels aren't, aren't herbivores. They eat nuts. All right. We're going to move on from the berry eating berry eating banjo playing squirrels. I don't know why I said banjo, but now they play banjos, apparently. (laughs) I want to catch and tame these. Open a circus. That'll make you money. Sell tacos at a squirrel circus. Oh, I was imagining Betty Hill going on. Well, now you continue on. And thankfully, it appears that your journey so far is coming finally to a close. The area that you've traveled through has been very peaceful thus far. You have not been attacked by anything for the past few days, so that's been very welcomed. But you do finally arrive at the barrier of Ashby Village. From outside the barrier, everything appears to be peaceful. It's a welcoming sight, I assume, seeing that you've had this long and difficult travel through the forest. And you see the obelisk, actually, one of the obelisks, just inside of the barrier, kind of glinting through as the waves of blue pass over the barrier a little bit. Oh, all right. So who's splitting up? Someone's grabbing Marnie and bringing her here, right? I mean, we could just... (sighs) I nominate Mist. I nominate myself to get my back looked at. To be fair, it's really late at night. She may not be at her. Where does she live? Well, she might be at the shop at this time, but I'm not sure. What time of day is it? You said it was evening. Nighttime. The night, so dark? It is dark. Like 7 p.m., 8 p.m.? Lit a torch dark. Or a sun-powered relic dark. Okay. How, how luminous is the barrier, by the way? It emits a five-foot blue hue. Hmm. But it's, like, Neat. very dim light. But it is a visible dome at most times? At night. Okay. All it right. is one of the only reasons why you're able to see it. Normally during the day, it appears to be That's translucent. Right. That's right, yep. Mm-hmm. But at night, it almost looks like a wave of blue washes over it, almost like a screen refresh, but it's slower. Okay, well, regardless of who's staying here, I'm going in, and Smoot just begins to walk back into the village. I will stay with Amalia and keep an eye on the <clears throat> animal. I don't particularly want to stand out here for the rest of the evening. This could take a while. You can, I said, I don't know if anyone's staying here. You can come in with me and we can take it directly to Marnie. It's partially covered. No one will probably know what it is, especially if we throw another towel over it. We have a pen all the way up at the at the house we could keep it at. You mean the pen with the goats? No, we have another one. We have another pen? Yes. How frequently are people observing your, your plot of land, though? 
The point of the hilltop was that people don't go up there, so not often. I'm just saying, uh, don't don't you have a shed out back? Wouldn't it be better to put it in there? So <laughs> I was about to say, like that's the poop shed. <laughs> you can drop it in the poop shed. Uh, <laughs> God, I can't. Hold on. Uh, the outhouse, you mean? Yeah, poop shed. Also the storage place, gosh. Also the storage place where we store animals, which we need to keep discreet. Well, there is a tub of water in there. It would probably enjoy that. All right. I'm going back up to the house. I don't know about you guys. I'm going to the house. It'd be easier to bring Marnie there, at the very least. It'd be very suspicious to bring the village's herbalist outside of the town this late at night. Village. All right. This late at night. So, uh, me, Amalie, and Kelsey, we can all return back to the house. Meanwhile, the Let's rest of you... Let's check up and see how Cece's doing first. I mean, we want to do this expediently, don't we? Benavid, you know, didn't you also want to see the caravan? If that's where she's out shopping. Look, I love caravans. Like, more than you could possibly know. But we do have a mission. Which involves so, us getting Marnie. So, I will go get Marnie. I head in the barrier. Okay. I'm in the smooth. I'll head towards Cece. Smooth is also walking towards Cece. Okay. Mest, you coming with? Where are you going, Mest? Uh, I'll, I'll stop by later. I'm going to head over this way, and I'm going to head or start heading towards the um, to the stables. Okay. See if I can find... I mean, wouldn't that Yiggle? be in a similar direction? To... It, it's in a relatively similar direction. It's actually in the same direction. Well, okay. A little That's bit further past. You'd, yeah. Uh, I'll, I, I, I'm going to head towards the stables, but we can stop by Marnie's first, see if she's there. Let her know we're here at least. Okay. Which is closer? Marnie's. Marnie's would be partially closer. You guys are actually going to be passing through there all together for the most part, but then you split off as you head towards the market. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't we have to walk through the market to get to the house? Yeah. But that doesn't mean Amali wants to stop. He cares more about Cece and he wants to see her. While we are walking through the town, Smoot would just keep his eyes peeled to see if Marnie is conveniently there. Okay. Make a perception check. All and of you. Before breaking up, uh, Taylor will impart one last instruction to Finn before breaking up, which is to absolutely under no circumstances expose the doll to Cece. Mm, mm, mm. I will study Amali's face during that. He appears to be not really listening. He seems to be thinking about something else, like in deep thought. And that's a 19 for perception. Okay. Smoot has a 25. 27. Wait, so wait, but he's breaking off in another direction. You are going to make perception together. Because the way we came out of the forest, we actually have to walk through town to get to Cece's house. I'm not doing perception. If he's walking away from me and telling me that, then I'll take her out and go, then you can hold on to her. Take good care of her. (laughs) No. (laughs) He refuses adamantly and shakes his head. Yeah, you're lucky I can't diplomacy you. (laughs) (laughs) I will only allow it if both players agree. That is the only time it is allowed. It's fine. All right. You may try. So it's only a total of a 15. I already agreed to the check, and that's how the check works. So I've been convinced. Okay. Thoroughly convinced. And he has been politely requested to take good care of her. What is your smooth talk in the in, in mm. response to the no? Give it to us. Because the, the no was said. Take good care of her and I'll make sure that you get another great breakfast. Fine. I'll personally supply the bacon. Alan looks at the doll with slight contempt. Slight? No. Alan looks at the doll with great disdain. 
You're right. He wouldn't mask it. Ugh. Please um, don't hurt him. Okay. Uh, as Alan receives the doll in his hand, you feel a slight prick in your skin. You two have been mocked by the doll. I'm going to place it entirely in my breast pocket <laughs> and close the pocket. It goes nowhere. Okay. That you know of. <laughs> and Alan immediately regrets the decision to not, or the, the uh, lack of decision to use a cloth or some other implement to prevent direct content. There's <laughs> a contact. Okay. Sounds good. Pretty much everyone else except Finn decided to make a perception. So you guys are looking around. As you come into the town, it is strangely quiet on the side of the village, quieter than normal. Although, to be fair, it is much later in the evening. You would still think that there would be some villagers walking around the area, but you don't see anyone here as you pass through the market. And you only see a few flames that are lit in several of the houses. You do not see a flame lit in Marnie's house as you pass by. And for those of that you break off, you definitely don't see many lights in the market district. Uh, when when we stopped at Marnie's, I would have knocked on the door. Okay. Is that her Just... house or her lab or both? You knew that there was a bed in there based on David saying he laid down in the back room, but you are not sure if that is her house. That was never asked. So, okay, so we stopped by her shop. You stopped by the shop. Gotcha. Because that's the only place that you know where she has been. Knock, 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 knock. You knock on the door and you have Alan next to you and... You're waiting there for several minutes. There is no answer, though. All right. All right. I assume everyone would keep walking and leave Mest behind. Uh, Mest came with me. Alan and Mest were together. We split yeah. off from you already. You, oh, you you already, guys, we already split yeah. off? You yeah. guys are a few minutes ahead of them. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. All right, then, I guess. Uh, well, I guess she's not here right now. Uh, I'm going to go check out Jacobs. You can go ahead, go ahead and head back to the house if you want. I thought it was Jacobs, and I feel like we should probably at least stick in pairs of two. Also, I refuse to be alone with this contemptible thing. See, that was your first mistake. You took the doll. It's not my fault. The man has the, the unbridled charisma of I have no clue other than a good politician. Words fail me as I am frustrated. Before you guys start to walk off towards Jacobs, you do hear the sound... It sounds like music in the distance a little bit, sort of coming from over near the tavern, but it's very faint. It's a little bit further away, and you know that the other group headed off. I, I have a job to do. Okay. I'm, I'm not particularly in, intrigued by it just yet. Does okay. it sound like cheery music or like war music or like, I don't know? It sounds like celebratory or just fun music. Just making sure a band of bandits didn't come by and is playing, like, war music or I mean, someone might... didn't die and there's a dirge being played. The bandits might have come through and they might have ransacked the town already and they're celebrating that they ransacked the town. It's possible. Finn and Smoot, you also hear the sound of music playing off in the distance, uh, heading off in the direction of the tavern. With my intimate knowledge of music and local history, would I be able to determine the music's general purpose? Yes. Okay. It sounds celebratory, like people are having fun. Cool. And you kind of, like, you barely hear, like, the whisper of e people 
long distant, like far away, but it's more faint. Okay. I am genuinely piqued, but I, business comes first. So I, I'm actually like double timing it. And I imagine Amali would be too. Yeah. Um, Amali is just marching forward, like fast paced oh, up the hill. Then I'll, then I'll go ahead of him. Okay. Once we breach the threshold of the town and we are in a more open area going up the hill, Smoot would effectively just or sprint. He would break neck face run. Okay. Um, as you does not care about composure. As you guys are making your way up the hill path towards Cece's home, you are filled with a foreboding sense as the area seems strangely quiet over here. Out of the corner of your eyes, you catch a glimpse of a tiny red light amongst the trees that seems to just as suddenly go out. Uh, I stop. Okay. And I wait for Molly to get close. Uh, no, I'll stop and I will try to very non-obviously pick... Uh, I, I will reach my hand into my mage pouch, which is kind of like towards my waist, around, uh, like where my coat is. Mm-hmm. And I'll grab some copper wire and wrap it around my fingers and I will cast message on Amali, who's behind me. Amali would have been able to keep pace with you out of problem. Um, you said that he was working at regular pace and I was... Mm-hmm. No. A quickened pace. He was at quickened. He, he's power he was, walking. He was, he was going pretty quick. Oh, then uh, I'll still do that. Real, real quick. You said this red light was seen outside? Yeah, outside in the along the trail that you're walking up. Very small, tiny light, probably about the size of a quarter. Smooth does not care and proceeds ahead. Okay. Oh, well, if he's right next to me, I'll very quietly say, did you see that? What? The light that went out. Why are you whispering? I'm on no, guard. I didn't see a light. I'm on guard. What? Why? The creepy ambiance music. Never mind. Let's just go find... It's like, let's just go see CC. It... If there's a problem, just tell me. I don't know yet. I saw the light and it went out. Suspicious. You, uh... It was a firefly the whole time. <laughs> Fireflies aren't red. These fireflies might be. They could be. They could be. They you could be know. red. Uh, but well, from your from your character's knowledge, you haven't really seen any red fireflies. You would assume, no, they're not. How far away are those bushes that the light came from? They are approximately, like, ten feet away. Oh. Then I will... To 10 feet away, I'll grab my light and I'll shine it directly on there. Okay. So you shine it over there. You click it on and you look around. You catch another glimpse of it and it's almost down at the base of one of the trees now, but then it suddenly the light goes out again or it seems to turn and run. I pop a coffee bean and dash after it. Okay. So I can move at twice the regular speed. Okay. Uh, So you start running after some this thing you hear some clinking sound like metal but it's like clinking against the dirt and the trees i i'm li- listening as best i can to see if i can like i i don't know if i can see it or if i can hear like the rustling of the grass mm-hmm. like you would like a rabbit because you can't always see them because they move so fast okay so, uh, so you let me know what, what happens what i need to do uh, uh you can make another perception if you would like Please still roll hot. Twelve. <laughs> Total? Yeah. That that is rolling that's, pretty that's, okay. That's not as hot. Um you hear the sound of this clinking metal, but you stop almost for a moment trying to see if you can see it, but it seems to get further away the moment you stop and you try to go after it again. But by that point, it sounds like it's either stopped moving 
or has gotten really far away. But it sounded like there were multiple little metal clinking sounds as it was moving. Nope. Can't do this without my regular backpack supplies. Rip. Rip. But you're almost there. Almost. I'll sprint back. I'm always waiting there for you. In my, like, hyper coffee state. Ugh. Oh, no, you took one of those black beans again, didn't you? I tried to not let it get away. It was definitely a thing. I couldn't quite see it very well, but it so- I described the sound. It's like, it sounded like metal clanking. Uh, like, me, 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 me. Say that again one more time. Uh, I'll, I'll take two metal pieces of my, I guess, something I'm wearing. Click, 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 click. I like the first one better. You, you really uh, should add that to one of your songs. All right. Well, we'll just have to keep an eye out. If you see it again, let me know. Uh, okay. You guys make your way back up to the hill house, and you guys are down going over to Jacob's. Does does it seem like lights are on or anything? It or? is dark over here, just like it was in the main marketplace. You, you can, hear... Gonna also try to knock on the door. Okay. Um, You hear nothing as you knock on the door. You just hear the knocking on the wood and... Some of the animals, like the young blue fan elk that was there, makes a little bit of a uh, grunt sound. Um, and you do hear the sound of the Aquinthian horses, thingies, whatever they are now, over in the corner stall, kind of knocking their hooves against it. But there is no response. Well, Jacob's not here either. Uh, Shall we try the tavern? It sounded like there was a hole all of blue over there. Something's going on. Let's go see what's happening. Maybe they're celebrating the Red Guard finally getting the heck out of town. Hopefully. Ah. Let me be optimistic, dang it. No. <laughs> just, no, no. Please, I need this. I'm just, I'm just walking away towards the tavern. Alan, not wanting to be alone with the doll, sprints after him, <laughs> I'm assuming. I mean, he just walked away, so I just walk after him. All right, so you head on over towards the tavern region. And you guys can make a reception check. Three. I'm so glad I didn't roll poorly. Just on the off chance that we both rolled poorly. <laughs> um, 25. So three and 25. Alan is so scared, like spooked by this doll he, in his he's pocket. He's keeping an eye on the doll he's in his pocket. He's literally just watching the doll in his pocket. And he's just, he's sort of glancing over at you to make sure he's not going to like walk the wrong direction. But he is so focused on this pocket. He is looking everywhere out of paranoid urgency yep. and not actually focusing on noticing anything. Yep. Uh, but Alfred, man, what happened to your dice? Quinn gave you the good dice today. Your dice are just not working for you. Alfred, as you're essentially guiding Alan and you're seeing him just flail his head around wildly, the further into the village that you venture, the more your relief you feel as you see past the village's center where you know where Topti's main like center building is. Okay. Towards a tavern, there are many lights that are lit and it seems to be even more lively than normal. You notice that there are several new structures in front of the Flame Slayer's tavern, as well as lively music and singing. What what do these t- structures look like? They appear to be relatively tall, like about maybe t- 10 feet like in the air, like 10 feet tall in the air with dome like covers, almost like a um, wagon 
with several of them. They're very large, very long, and they appear to be attached to one another as you get closer. Does it, does it look like it's more of like a temporary setup or? It does appear to be a temporary setup of okay. some kind. And as you walk in and even Alan starts to feel calmed by the light and the presence of other people now, uh, you both notice that there appear to be some very large yoked creatures that are attached to the head of one of these vehicles, it looks like, because they have large wheels on them. They appear to be some sort of bull, but they have very misshapen horns. The weird thing is you see like several slits along their note, like the bridge of their face that appear to be nostrils. Curly mm. horn beefalo, got it. <laughs> Can I roll a perception check to see if I, I n- notice anyone I recognize? You may do so. You may also do so, Alan, if you wish. Right. Oh. Um, are are Thanks. are they? No. Are are the <laughs> you jinxed me? Are the creatures, by the way, particularly like cow shaped or like ox or buffalo shaped? They are shaped like ox. Okay. More so, but they are yoked, double yoked. I'm gonna call them buffagloats for now. You had to say something. Eighteen. Nine. Okay. Alfred, you are just enamored by these creatures that you're seeing. And there's a lot of people. It's just, there's just so much going on. There's lots of bright colors, lots of noise. It's overwhelming. Alan, the funny thing is, being a more country folk, not a city slicker, you feel pretty calm because it feels almost like a night at the state fair. Mm, People. I don't like people. You smell the scent of... Very sweet, almost like... You better be saying funnel cake. (laughs) Funnel cake, kettle corn, like these kind of odors. It's just a very jovial thing. And you do catch a glimpse of a white-brimmed cap that looks very familiar. Do I see a 10-gallon hat? Not a 10-gallon hat. Dang it. You see a golf cap, a white golf cap. I can, Uh... as a real person, I cannot remember what a golf cap looks like. Uh, It's a flat cap that has a very, like, short bill that's almost overlapped. It, it, I, um, I'm pretty sure it's David at this point. But you see this walk by, and oh, it kind okay, of yeah. blends into the crowd. I seek it out. All right. Do you tell Alfred? I might be mistaken, but I think I just saw David's hat. And unless he's been gambling, that means he's not with CZ. I mean, he doesn't necessarily need to be by her bed 24-7, so, I mean, I guess, yeah, fine. but at the same time, he was kind of instructed to watch over her. Maybe Marnie or, or Tapti's over there keeping an eye on her. We did ask for their help. If it is him, he'd better hope so. I want you both to make another perception check as you are going through here. Twelve. Twenty-two. Okay. As you are walking through the area, Alan and Alfred. Oh, gosh, the two Al's are together. Al and Al. Weird Al. Uh, <laughs> this is Weird Al. This is Weird Al. You guys are... Which venture- one's weird and which one's Al? We'll never know. You are the weird. 100%. <laughs> you guys, as you're walking through the crowd, you get a better look at the side of these wagons. You actually see that the covers of them are pulled and rolled back, and you see that there are stalls inside of them. Uh, there are people who are manning the stalls. It's actually relatively late at night, and it's pretty surprisingly crowded for this point. You see different cloths that you haven't seen here before in the village um, shining, and some of them do remind you of things that you saw back home in, well, 
whatever modern day was compared to now, maybe? Who knows? But it's a farmer's market. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's the state fair. You go through and you actually do see several different people. You see people who are wearing, it looks like the Seeker's emblems on their person. One that is, you see somebody who's wearing, like holding a badge similar to the one that you have, which is like initiates. Uh, okay. You see about five people like that. And then one Seeker who is wearing a bronze badge but they're displaying them pretty prominently on themselves and they're being pretty boastful and just cheering and drinking at a table just outside of the Flame Slayers. Uh, You also notice that there are several Red Guard just walking around, their weapons basically just holstered and they're observing the area. You do finally see the White Cap, Alfred. Alan is just taking in the fact that this is the State Fair. And it's farmer's market, and you see lots of fruits and vegetables. You even see potatoes. These perception checks have gone back and forth. Do I see pickles? You see a barrel. Like pickled cucumbers. You see a barrel, and you smell a very familiar scent of pickles. I want pickles. I want pickles so bad. He is being attracted by the scent of pickles, and you I'm see d- the I'm going to leave him be. I'm going to go see if I can't catch up to David there. Okay. I have been distracted from my quest of seeking out the the, the deserter <laughs> for pickles. New quest. New quest received. Automatically set to active quest. <laughs> you chase into the crowd after the cap, which you assume to be David, and pushing through, you finally do come across the person wearing the cap. All right, back to you guys up on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the... Uh, Smooth Sprint ran there first. Did he get there any earlier? You get there a little earlier. Um, you get up to the house and you get there just before Smoot. I mean, you are Smoot. Before Finevere and Amali, who stayed back looking for this light, you get up there. And when you arrive to the house, there is no light there. It's I, I, do, I do not dark. care. I walk in. Okay. You go up to the door and you see that it is slightly ajar. I open it. You open the door that is slightly ajar. Is this house, and I quote, Full of ransackery. <laughs> it is a full of ransackery. Um, as you enter, it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I also have slain Andrew via note card. <laughs> so you swing open the front door and walk in, oh, a, with a slight creak of the floorboard as you enter. It's a familiar fo- floorboard. It's been like this. You have one of the torches that you've been carrying, and as you enter in, there is no one to be seen inside. You don't see David. And it smells rather musky in here and somewhat dusty. I immediately go upstairs. You go upstairs and you climb up the, like, partial ladder and you poke your head over the edge. The bed appears to be empty, although the blanket is that was there is just haphazardly spread out. Okay. I, I would then go to leave the house. Okay. As you leave, you do take note that nothing appears to be gone or out of order. It just is empty. Okay. Okay. So you leave the house as Amali and Finnevere are coming up the path. All right, Finn. Again, if you see something like that, just let me know. Will do. Okay. So, uh, either good news or bad news. It depends on how you take it. What's wrong? Uh, when I went up there, the door was ajar, the place was dusty, and no one was home. I immediately check to see if the regular chores are done. Okay. So, either good news, Cece's back. 
and healthy and she's back in town. Or bad news, uh, she may have been taken. Amali just gets very straight-faced. If she's not here, we need to check the other locations now. I agree. You make a perception check, Finn? Uh, if we count that, then 10. Reroll. No, we never count out of tray rolls. In that case, 19. Hey, that's much better. As you walk around, you explore the area a bit. The animals aren't there. Uh, hmm. Am I allowed to make survival checks? If you have it. And Don't. if it doesn't require you to be trained in it. Has a star. You have to be trained in it. Womp womp. Yep, womp womp. Smoot, you're smart with this. Uh, smart with what? How fresh are the tracks? The animals are gone. Mm. Uh, Smoot would inspect the pen. Survival, please, as you already rolled. 18, survival, to discern how fresh the tracks are. You observe the tracks, but because it's rained so frequently, it's really hard to tell. They don't look like today fresh. They do not look fresh. It looks like most of the tracks that were there were washed away by the rain, and it's impossible. It did to tell. not rain today. Did it rain the day before? I don't believe so. You can assume that it has rained while you were gone. When you, where you were, it rained about four out of the six days. But it cleared up mostly towards the latter half. Yes. But I'm saying the tracks that were there were washed away. Yes. It does not yeah, look yeah, like yeah. there's any tracks. Um, could I, would it be a survival to tell which direction that storm would have been headed in? Wisdom dictates that it, the storm came towards you from the village, like from that direction. So it was heading in that northeasternly direction slash easternly. So it was headed northeast. So it would have hit the village before it hit us. Yes. So then if it cleared up for us, it would have cleared up for them sooner because the storm would have left them coming to us. Yes. Okay. Or it could have rained here while you weren't here. The tracks look like they got washed away by the rain. But if that was true, then these tracks would probably have been at least two days old. You also, as you're like breathing in the air in the area, you hardly smell the scent of animal The rain feces. also probably washed that away. Where's the next location? Uh, wasn't she supposed to stay with Topti? Either Topti, Marnie... I don't know where David took her. Well, I hope he took her to the if, great place. If they moved the animals, who would they have taken them to? The only place that he could have. Jacobs. Odd. Uh, okay. He's the only guy, in, uh, he's the I... only person in town who has the stables for the taking care of them. All right, no time to lose. All right, back into the town then. All right. Make sure to properly close the door this time. Okay. So you go back up to the house, you close the door before you head back out. Okay. Back down to the caravan. Uh, Alan, you walk up to the counter. Are you going to get a pickle? I'm going to inspect what's in the barrel. Okay. You walk over to the barrel and you take a look inside. Please roll a perception check for me. 20. There are a variety. You, you definitely smell the scent of pickling things. Uh, there are a variety of things in this one barrel. There are what appears to be something similar to pickles, except that they are a more fluorescent yellow. Um, you also see what looks like pickled potatoes, some kind of pickled creature in there as well. That's on a stick. Um, it's on a stick. It's on a stick. Uh, it's called fish lips. <laughs> you also do see uh, what looks like pickled fish in jars separate on the counter um, and a variety of other vegetables pickled and boots. animals. Do y'all have pickled cucumbers? You you want pickled cucumber? Yeah, you you mean a pickle? Well, I mean, pickle can mean anything that's been pickled. But, uh, yeah, 
typically you just refer to a pickle as a pickle. Too many farmers markets and people getting upset about not specifying what I want pickled and what I don't want pickled. But aren't just... pickles just pickles? Pickle, I mean, you could specify pickle cucumber. I mean, if you really want it, if you really want me to specify, I got pickled cucumber, I got pickled eggs, I got pickled feet, I no, got you, pickled you... beef, I got pickled fish. Just, just some pickles. How much for a pickle? How many do you want? Because we sell them in packs of five. Uh, take a pack of five. How okay. much? That would be ten copper. It's ten to ten, uh, ten to one. Per... I will hand them one silver piece. Uh, thank you very kindly. And here you go. And she hands you, uh, wrapped in a sort of translucent thin cloth, five pickles. Much appreciated, ma'am. Oh, anytime. If you ever need anything pickle, like pickle feet, pickle beets, pe- pickle uh, uh, something else. We got pickles. I will be back later. For we are the pickled farmers. And she just gestures up to the sign on the wagon, which in some weird script you assume says pickled farmers. Mm, this pleases me. <laughs> Your pickled friends. This is like a, like a, like a, I'm going to go seek out uh, Mest and presumably David. Uh, as you walk away, she says, thank you for visiting Pop Last Caravan. Thank you for selling. Make a perception check as you're eating your pickle. <laughs> You crunch down on that thing and some pickle juice squirts in your eye. But it's good. It's so good. (laughs) It's painfully good. The taste you can feel because it hurts you. The taste that's going to move you. The snack that smacks you back. So, Alfred. I I found White Hat. You run up to this person, but he's not wearing the same clothes that David was wearing. He's not wearing is, the white button-down is, suit. Does it look like David? I'm getting to it. That is part of the, that's part of the whole thing. <laughs> is this a large black man hold, or not? Hold your dice and listen for a moment. He's not wearing the white button-down suit, but he definitely is the heavier black man that you know, but he seems to be wearing Ashby garb now. And he's not facing you. He appears to be at one of the counters and he seems to be haggling. No, no, no. What I said is I want three of these for the... No, no, no. Take this, this. No, you don't understand what you're saying, talking about. Then listen, I'm telling you right now. I have three copper right here, right? Look at the copper. Okay, now watch. Watch the copper disappear. And he's just doing like this little trick. All right. Now, the way that this works is these are magic coins. They disappear when you play with them like this, right? Okay. Then you make them pop back up. And he does a little trick and you see the that the three coins become four. And then you do this. Now, tell me, how much do you think this trick is worth? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's really worth that much. You see, it's just a kind of, it's, it's just, it's pretty generic. I've seen something better. And you realize that you're standing in front of a magic shop. Air quotes. Working on that house for Vine- for Finnevere, aren't we? What? what? <laughs> You're back. Oh, my goodness. It is so good to see you. I missed you, my friend. And he goes over and he gives you a hug and he just kind of drops the coins. But as he walks over, you hear the jingling of coins, but he hugs you and a bunch of them fall out of his pockets. <laughs> well, like his sleeves onto the ground. Okay. We're going to ignore that. How are you? Are you, are you is everything okay? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Well, what seems to be going on in town, first off? Ellen, you can roll another perception after recovering from... Pickle. Yep. Twelve. You hear the sound of David, his voice. It just calls to you, and you're able to mm. follow it over as you hear a bunch of coins clatter onto the ground. Everything is going pretty okay, I would say. How's Cece been? Oh, she's fine. She's great, actually. David, where is Cece? 
Oh, Alan, you're back. It is so good to see you. He walks over and gives you a hug and a few more coins fall out of his po- like his sleeves. I will hug him <laughs> and return it because I know I can't stop him. And then I will pu- I, I will pull him off and have him by the shoulders <laughs> and ask him, where is Cece? Oh, she's probably somewhere around here. You're not supervising her? I don't need to supervise her. She's fine. She is a very, very smart girl. Very good at... Um, Oh no, I just realized what we've done. She's my boss. I'm sorry, I've just realized what we've done. We left Cece alone with David. Oh, we did do that. We did do that. <laughs> David has probably taught her. Oh goodness. <laughs> <clears throat> Why do you seem so stressed all of a sudden? Everything is great. It was it was a little hairy for a few days, but after the little bit of time has passed. Uh, she got pretty good, pretty quick. Uh, I will say we had to, we did need to leave the house for a bit. There was some people sticking their noses around there that we did not really want to be around. Are the red guards still in town? He gestures, yeah, they're over there. Then why? Is, is she at least wearing the mask? He pauses, holds up a finger, and seems to be thinking with his mouth open. It, uh, you best hope for your own sake that the answer to that is yes, or I, else... Amali may have more than words for you. Don't tell him I took her out here, please. I'm begging you, okay? He will find out, I'm sure. No, 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 no. We cannot tell him. She, she's gotten so good at what she does. It's amazing. I knew it! <laughs> Sorry. David, I will do the best that I can to protect you from physical harm if it comes to it. <laughs> I- but I make no guarantees. Oh but she's got, uh, but she's gotten so good at playing her tin whistle. It's so impressive. You can even hear her in the background. See, she's probably like over. Uh, crap, I can't see her anymore. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a problem. I have too many things on me. I'm heading back to the house. I'm gonna see if the rest of them are there or if they're. Well, if Cece's here her. and David is here, that probably means no one's home which means they're probably out hunting like frantic animals. Exactly. You go look for Cece. I'll see if I can find them and distract them so you can help David. I left a note in the house. He looks back and forth between you. I'm going to make a roll real quick. Uh-huh. Um, there are two people with that party that can read that note. Uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure that they'd notice a note. Kelsey might, but probably not smooth. Yeah. I'm going to go take a look for him. All I'm Again, saying. have fun helping David. Oh, would you like to learn how to, uh... <laughs> no, you're going to find Cece before Amali finds Cece. He puts the paperclip back in his pocket. If I take a punch for you, I'm charging you security charges. <laughs> oh, I got security and he jingles his pockets. <laughs> I'll I hope let that's chain mail, considering this is Amali. I'll let, no- I'll let Finnevir know you're well on your way to the house. I'm gonna go look for Cece. <laughs> So you leave David. He's just standing there with his hands in his pocket as you walk away. Takes his hands out and shrugs. All right. And then goes back to the counter. Uh, before before he walked off, I'd, I'd, I would probably say to him, David, thanks. You at least kept an eye on her. Of course I kept an eye on her. I did everything in my power to make sure she was safe. And then you let her run around the, the fair by herself. I told you, this, this is within my power. All right. She is a girl with her own mind. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna go see if I can stop Amali from going on a rampage. 
I'm heading back towards the house. Uh, we, while I'm heading there, I am looking for the rest of them. Okay. So you guys started heading down the hill. Molly is really just booking it at this point. He's not so like full a, and sprinting. As is smooth. But the little Toto on his back is just kind of swinging back and forth and you hear little grunts like, Why didn't you drop that off back at the house? I didn't think about it and I don't care. Oh yeah, you're just going to tote it around the entire town? Why not at this point? All right, let's go. And Kelsey is in the back. Guys. <sighs> Did they tell me where we're going to first? Uh, Molly is just blindly going somewhere. Okay, is is, I have to follow him. Kelsey is struggling a little bit to keep up. <sighs> All right. I'll, I'll catch up with you guys later. Go. It's fine. So you guys start still going, though, and Molly's just booking it. I, I can't leave someone behind. Finn is, like, legitimately paranoid right now. Just turns back and forth. Uh, uh, no. uh, yeah, it's like, panic. Uh, Molly. Uh, Molly equals safety slow down uh keep pace with kelsey okay so there are evil blinking lights out there mm-hmm. i'm not letting someone roll a perception check 19 you see the light the red light flash in the corner of your eye in the corner so i can out I, of the corner of your eye you see it flash but it seems to like just be there and then it's gone again okay would that be behind us or in the bushes it appears to be to the side of you, down, like, on the side, in the bushes. But this time, it's on the opposite side. It's like, did you see that? <laughs> see what? I'm that... sorry. I didn't really do a lot of running. <sighs> there are red lights that keep going out. It's like it's like the one I chased down. It was making metal sounds. Oh. I I can't leave you alone. Thank you. I, I did hear you talking about that, but I didn't want to interrupt you. You seemed kind of startled by it. You said it was a red light? Yes, it was like a quick flash, but I can't exactly see what's there. I can hear it. Huh. It's dry. Maybe it's like a laser pointer and somebody's trying to direct you somewhere. I have like this blank stare. Do I know what a laser pointer is? No. Then blank stare. You have the you you heard the word pointer and that's about the only thing you got out of that. My pointer. Okay. Oh, um uh it's uh sometimes where I come from, she's trying to word this really carefully. There were these little lights that you could shine and direct them, kind of like your... Like this. Yeah. Click, 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 click. But they were really tiny, and you could direct them and point at things, and it would shine a very bright red light, but you don't want to look directly at the light because it could make you go blind. My eyes feel fine. <laughs> I did only see it at the corner of my eye. I'll keep that in mind. Let's try to keep up. Just, right. if you see one of those lights, could you, like, let me know? Like, uh, just say, hey, I saw it something. I'll, I'll, I'll try. Thank you. But thank you for slowing down. I I have asthma, so it makes it really hard to run. Uh, do I also not know it? You have no what? idea what that is. Uh, uh, we'll, I'll have to ask you for an explanation on that sometime. Uh, simplest thing. It's hard to breathe when I run. My throat closes up and then I'm like dying. That sounds like really dangerous. How do you survive? That is the real question at this point, and I'm kind of worried about it, but I I haven't really told anyone, so could you just not bring it up in front of anyone else, please? I will do that for you. Thank you. Uh, as a classic anime scene, Smoot would be glancing over at Amali, and if he saw that Amali was moving even the slightest bit faster than him, he would pick up his pace. And Amali is not even trying to compete with you. He is just going like okay. he is maintaining a constant speed like 
seeing that you're able to keep up with him, but he's not. He has lost sight of the fact that those two are behind him. Smooth just oh, wants focus. to make sure that he's at least keeping up with Amali, if not ahead of Amali, looking for CC. He cares about nothing else that is going on. Okay. He is going straight towards where he hears the noise because he assumes that CC would be there. The noise? Hmm. Why does he assume CC would be at the noise? He is optimistically hoping that on the best case scenario, she is well and just irresponsibly out. Okay. Okay. I... Your character did mention something along that line, so you can go and do that. That's fine. Uh, you start heading that direction. Amali is going the other way. He's heading towards Marnie's first. Okay, fair enough. Okay. So you start heading towards the noise. Yep, wherever the noise is. She is a extrovert, and I figured that if she was well and had been cooped up in a house for three to four days straight with absolutely little to no human contact besides David, the first place she would want to go is the caravan. And no supervision. And little to no supervision. David vision. All right, so as you make it into this area, you see, make a roll perception check, actually. It's going to be a 19. So as you get there, you see that there are these very large structures that appear almost like the Oregon Trail wagons, but they're much bigger. I said they were about 10 feet. They might be a little bit bigger than that, maybe 15 in height. And then they're pretty long, maybe about 20 feet long. There appears to be all the way at the front of this, two large bull-like creatures with like wildly misshapen horns um, that aren't like, they're not centered or parallel on their head. They're just like, it just looks wrong. There are these nostril like notches in its face, several of them that go down, but it's very lively here, more lively than it was anywhere else in the town when you came in. Uh, You see that these wagons have open faces to them, like the, uh, uh, canvas has been pulled back and you see that there are shops inside of them. Uh, you see a, or you smell actually what smells to be like pickles fun, fun dip for some reason. I don't know. You can smell fun dip. <laughs> I don't. Mm. You smell something it's sweet some in good there. fun dip. Onion powder. Mm. So potent. Yep. Garlic. Even kettle corn. What kind of fun dip are you eating that's made of onion powder? The good kind. <laughs> the fun kind. Smooth. Is it, is it fun dip, but it's a cheese stick and onion powder instead of sugar? Sure, that sounds great. Nah, it's a meat stick. Smoot is completely unfazed by the festivities. As much as he wishes to enjoy himself and relax after a stressful day, he has little to no care. Cece is at the forefront of his mind. He is scouring for her and only her. You... Your eyes gloss over the red guard that are standing nearby inside the area that are watching around. Um, And as you are overlooking the crowd, you actually get run into by Alfred. Alfred! Ah! Hello! Hey! Oh, Alfred! Have you seen Cece? Uh, No, but she should be fine. What do you mean? Okay, good. She at least seems to have recovered, according to David. Uh, Did David say where she was last? Somewhere Speak in here. Man. Smoot here. would grab him by the his shoulders. Uh, in the fair or whatever it is. Which direction is Amali Ama- not with which, you? Which or? direction is he pointing currently? He's pointing behind him. In the fair. Okay. Smoot pushes Mest aside and begins to go towards the uh, direction that he pointed. Okay, so Amali's not here. Finn, uh, you saw that Smoot and Amali split. Where do you go? Uh. I have uh, a predisposition to follow Amali. Okay. Kelsey will continue to walk with you in that direction, except Amali is like pretty much like, like almost out of vision. Well, uh, we have a pretty good idea of where he might be going. So yeah, we'll head 
We'll head uh, towards that direction. Kelsey, as you guys are walking, just sort of says, Huh, what if she's over there? Oh. I mean, Mr. Smoot ran that way. I don't know why he's not going with Amali. Maybe he thinks she's over there. Huh? No, I'm... We'll give it a shot. Your instincts, and your instincts haven't let us down yet. Thank you. Um, should we try to stop Amali at least? <laughs> oh, stop Amali! What a joke. Maybe when, uh, maybe when we find her, it'll be better to calm his nerves. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. He seems relatively frantic right now. It's probably better for him. Gathasis and all that <laughs> run off his steam. Uh, I think we're all just very tired. That's probably also why you I can't said keep up. It. I'm ready for a bath and sleep. However, if that's actually the caravan over there, there are a few things I enjoy more. So after getting stopped by Smoot, I would have continued towards the house still. Okay. You start walking out. Um, Finn and Kelsey, uh, you guys roll perception. Well, Kelsey, roll perception. <laughs> Good job, Kelsey. Good job, Kelsey. You go, girl. Woohoo, 19. Woohoo, three. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's out of breath. I'm going to cut her some slack. You see a shadow of somebody coming out towards you, and it's scrawny wearing a very similar jacket, lab coat looking thing, but the shadow from the lighting that's overcast him is kind of making it difficult, but you assume it's Alfred. Okay, well, I'll walk up to the assumptioned Alfred. Oh, it's Assumption Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> As I get closer, can I tell, is it Assumption Alfred? It's definitely Assumption Alfred. Oh, I'm a new character now. Hold <laughs> on, I need a new voice. I'll walk up to what I'm assuming is Alfred and I'll say she wasn't at the house. Please tell us that you have some news, some good news. Molly's still running around frantically. Ow, oh, Finnevere. Well, I have good news and okay news. Okay, we'll take the good news. The good news is David's working on getting a house for you. Okay, what's the okay news? Cece's at the fair? Also a house. <laughs> Wait, Cece. <laughs> I love the realization. Oh, a house and Cece, great. Like, I did that like the thought that occurred. I was like, I've never owned a house before. <laughs> I'm just remembering the paperclip to the house story. So wait, she's okay? I believe so. David said she seems to be up and about at least. So I haven't personally seen her. She's somewhere in the fair. I have too much stuff on me to go looking for her right now, honestly. As, as long as she's okay, that's all that matters at the moment to me. Kelsey just seems completely relieved, and she actually just sits down on the ground. This means we can actually sleep in uh, beds. Where's Amali? Not here. He, um, he, he ran off. I, I'm not sure which place he went to first. See, that sounds like bad news to me, because I'm assuming you two came over here worried that you, you couldn't find Cece. Yeah, well, it was either Topti's or Marnie's. Once he's exhausted those re uh, resources, he'll probably come here. If you see him first, let him know. I'm going to I'll try and, straight into the tavern. I'll try and head towards Marnie's and see if I can find him. Okay. Maybe at least get him to cool his jets a bit. He's probably running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Finn, Kelsey goes with you into the fair. She's sort of dragging her feet a little bit more now, seemingly relaxed, but she is following you into the fair. Alan and Smoot, please roll a perception check. Alan, you've been walking around this fair trying to figure out where the heck this girl is. Damn. Smoot has a 22. Eat a brick. <laughs> That's why he's- have, have, a, have a better perception score than two. 
that's why he's been walking around like a chicken with his head cut off, being like, where is this girl? Wait, is perception a class skill for you? No. No? Okay, no. Don't get it. I was just checking. I am a fighter with a negative one wisdom. No, I, I am aware of that much. I was just making sure it wasn't a class skill and you weren't missing the plus three for that. I have two points into it and a net positive I know. one. I know. So, I was just making sure. Alan, you get there about the same time as Smoot. You both find Cece. You walk through the crowd, pushing through until you finally notice this girl with brown hair and the blue dress and weird snake belt thing that she's got on her waist. It's pretty noticeable. You see that she is standing off to the side and she appears to be talking to somebody. And as you get closer, you see a man that is approximately five foot ten. Is it Varnsberg? Who is looking down at her. He appears to be wearing civilian's clothes now, and Vernsberg is looking down at her and speaking. It is good to see you doing well. And that is where we're going to end off this week's episode of The Gate Chronicles. <laughs> I am... We left her with David, and this is what happens. Yeah, pretty much. Making a note on this sheet. Uh, make check to not murder Wberg. <laughs> you have no reason to murder him. I see red cloak man. There's a red guard man next to CC. Danger, danger, red alert. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gate Chronicles. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and sharing this series with other people, people that would be like your grandparents. I don't know. Actually, maybe not your grandparents, maybe your parents, friends, family, etc. Dog. I love dogs. Please let your dog listen to us. That would be great. And send us paw prints. I like paw prints, too. Uh, beside the point, uh, if you wouldn't mind, consider leaving us a rating review on iTunes, Podchasers, Spam whatever the other one that starts with an S. Uh, yeah, we'll figure that one out later. Uh, and if you need help getting there, we'll put the link in the description below. Hey, and if you want to support us in other ways, consider going to our Patreon where you can donate to us monthly and get access to early releases of episodes, Game Master Notes. You can see my beautiful organized notes that never get followed in general, the maps that I make, the maps that maybe Quentin makes. He never does that. Maybe that, Maybe Maybe we can get him to type up his notes. I don't know. That, 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 that's a question for another day. Uh, and also, you can go and join us on our Discord where we chat, we hang out, we play Among Us, we play other things like Ark Survival, and we scream at dinosaurs and cry when our otters die. It breaks our hearts. Rest in peace, Elfie. Uh, <laughs> and last but not least, hey, go to our merchandise store at our website, missingroleplayerfound.com, where you can get merchandise, uh, cool hats, cool shirts, etc. And uh, yeah, that's about it. All right, guys. So we'll see you next, next week on the Gage Chronicles. Bye. Bye. Hopefully we're not dead because of a molly. 